Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Wednesday show morning studio morning let's go around the room he has a thing for movies that are in black and white he's the oldest on the show so that sounds about right it's producer Eddie <laughs> man you know being a man in this world yes mostly you know we get a lot of advantages right but there's a part of being a man that's not very fun okay I think you okay. somehow offended everybody with those two things <laughs> how you said it like go yeah, ahead. you know you know like being a guy oh we get everything right. whatever listen being a guy is not fun because I was at the trampoline park and I see this little kid who's about to walk out the front door. And I'm like, whoa, 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 little how, guy. How little? Four years old, five yeah. years old. So, whoa, 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 guy, where are you going? He's like, I'm looking for my dad. And I go, oh, well, well, that's he's not out there. Trust me. So let's go. Let's go find your dad. So I take him to the front to where, you know, the guys checking people in are. And, and the people working there are probably like 16 years old, 17. So they're not taking it serious at all. I'm like, hey, he's looking for his dad. Can you call him on the intercom thing? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah sure. So they call the dad, but it sounds like this. Like, he's never going to hear it. So then I was like, just wait here. Your dad will find you in a minute. So I'm standing there with a kid for about five minutes. Finally, the dad shows up, and he gets the kid by the arm and goes, hey, whoa, whoa. What are you doing here with my son? And I said, no, 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 no. He's looking for you. you were a creep? Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's looking for you. No. Like, I'm like, why am I the bad guy here when I'm trying to help your son did look you for you? Did you explain to him? I did. Did I he s- listen? Nope. He just thought you were a creep. He just thought I was a creep. You were hanging out with his son. Exactly. So All because I'm a dude. Yeah, so I would say, I, would, I, I just would have set that up different. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, when you're like, you know how dudes rock and ladies suck? <laughs> well, and, and then you're like, well, no, not always, because sometimes ladies are awesome and dudes are idiots. So I would have just said, mm. you know, when it comes to certain situations... Being a man definitely a has man. its disadvantages. Yeah. It's just how you started. Everybody was offended somehow. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. anybody that wanted to be offended found a reason to be. Okay, okay. But I hate that for you. Trying uh, to do something too, good. Me too, dude. I hate that. Trying to sell Valentine's Day reservations was a big old fail. And at work, he likes to go through other people's mail. It's Lunchbox. Woo! 
I need to open up the courtroom. Uh, Bobby Bones, the judge, whoever wants to be on the jury. So I took my family and we went to like a kids like museum where they have like science stuff, but it's where kids can make a mess. They play with toys and it's like all sorts of cool things. And we were there towards closing, you know, 15 minutes till closing. They come over the loudspeaker and they're like, hey, all right, we close in 15 minutes. All of our guests, please start cleaning up. And they start cleaning, playing the cleanup song. Clean up, clean up, everyone clean up. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't see anywhere on the ticket when I paid to come in here said, you will get a discount if you clean up when you leave. So there was no discount is what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. why do they expect us to clean up? We paid to come there to play with the stuff. It doesn't say anywhere to clean up. He's fired up right now. Yeah, he's really mad. Am I, am I crazy? I I'll think it's probably it. just part of the experience. And also, they're going to let you out even if you don't clean up. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they're not going to be like, clean up. And if you don't, you stay the night. <laughs> hey, we lock you in. Uh, hey, hey, guys that are still here, if you leave at noon, we're not going to ask you to clean up. But if you're stay, if you here at closing, we want you to clean up the other people's mess. Oh, I thought every... Okay. I think it's just kind of like a, probably a fun game they do that if some people help, that's great. And if not, it's probably also a way to teach your kids to clean exactly. up, right? Sure. I was thinking, wow, I would love for my kids you to don't have to. clean up. Clean up. Did you clean up? No. Okay. But I felt bad. He made it worse. He's still going down. <laughs> he made a bigger mess. The kids down. are like, oh, and that's the song they know when they clean up. They're like, oh, dad had this cleanup songs. We got to stop playing with toys. I'm like, no, no, no. You got 15 minutes to play. Keep playing. And you could. But I think it's mostly just if kids want to help or if there's a lesson to be learned. You don't have to get angry. They're not making you clean up. Yeah, it's kind of a tr- it was, cattle product. It's pretty <laughs> dirty what they did. Playing the cleanup song changes kids' mind frames real quick. Uh, she saw a celebrity in the wild, and it ended up being Little Big Town's Karen Fairchild. It's Amy. So I just found out some people that I went to college with that got married, and they've been married a long time, happily married, just made the move into separate houses, not oh far from each other. They're still married. That's not happily married. No, no, they really are. No, it's like a thing. Hmm. They're just living in separate homes, but well, nothing uh, different well, is going on. What we know is the traditional way of being married. Yeah. But, I mean, if it works and they're happy... It's like having your own bedroom for a while. I think, and even that feels a little weird. But I think when that started to be a thing in like the '90s, people were like, "I can't believe it." But and now, if it happens, it's still a little weird. But it's a thing. But I think we were talking about this. I uh, have money to do that too, like buy two houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. At lunch the other day, this came up, and apparently, it's becoming more common. And no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's probably no, it probably is becoming more common. It but it's still such a frat. It's such a small, small, small percentage. You don't think yeah. this is a last di- last ditch effort to save the marriage? Eddie, well, she's you're, telling you're, you she knows them. They're her friends. Your favorite, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Does yeah, it. yeah, but she's not. Is she married? Uh, I think so. Oh. Again, she's again, not her again, first friend. Your relationship that. is not everybody else's relationship. Yeah. And everybody does things that could be considered odd or taboo. Or but like two different bedrooms, that's one thing, right? And but, then but, it escalates but, to two different houses. Think that's weird. What's next? Two different cities? Or it used to be two beds. We'd have one bed. That's crazy. Everything changes. Before you know it, it's going to be like one's one on Earth, the other one's in Mars. The same is that everything changes. <laughs> everything changes. Yes, that sounds bizarre to me, too. Yeah. But I'm not going to judge because nobody's going to hurt. And if that's the best thing for their relationship, according to them, and they're happy, why in the world will we hate on it? Do they have kids, too? They have their own houses, too. Yeah, like, where do they? Where exactly. They? It's a whole neighborhood. I'm going to spend the night in mom's tonight. I mean, no, I think once your kids, I, they don't. But I, my uh, people that I grew up in, my neighborhood, they were like my mom's age. They had friends that did this, too. And once their kids grew up, then they separated the houses. Like they I'm not going to judge anybody for what makes their relationship work. 
but that's an older Feels generation doing me, it. But I, again, I'm not. I'm not gonna. But that's just because they got old and don't want to live together anymore. <gasps> no, I <laughs> yes. think that they just really enjoyed their space. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't. All right, know. Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's wearing the pinstripes today, looking like Jeter. I must say, Bobby Bones. Yeah. Thank you very much. So I gave myself a full week to not do any of the TikTok. So there's a there's a group called Dorm Dudes Break, and I go and I will pay like 30 bucks, and they rip a jersey, and if you get the team, you win a jersey. I've got like eight or nine jerseys. I brought some of the stuff that I won over the past few days in. My point is, and I got a good point, is that I haven't done it in a week. I've given myself some time off. Good for you. And sometimes I get on it like I sure would like to, but I don't. But I got that cowboy helmet there. CD Lamb cowboy helmet. It's a Debo Samuel Samuel signed 49ers. Wow. Helmet, mini helmet. This is a George Kittle signed 49ers. <laughs> you won all the mini helmet. <laughs> Hold on. This a Dre Greenlaw def- defense uh, plays defense for the 49ers signed mini helmet. Wow. And this is a Terry uh, excuse me Trey McBride Arizona Cardinals signed mini helmet. And that's just some of it. I got a Steph Curry sign thing coming. I had to stop. Goodness. I had to stop. And all the 49er ones are because I just picked 49ers once. And the only time I've ever seen they pick three at the same time. And I'm changing jerseys with listeners. We have a little listener, a little group. Jersey swaps? Yeah, there's a guy named Mario. Lives in Colorado. I sent him a Mostert jersey that I won. And he's sending me a Josh Jacobs jersey oh. for the Raiders. Well, that's cool. Because he, he wins them the same way as you? He only heard about it because of me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're not lucky. And then I won a George Pickens full helmet on the show. A real size helmet? Yeah, on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So a bunch of stuff's coming, but I haven't done it in a week. I'm not going to do it maybe for another few days. And then I might just wade back in a little bit. So when you quit, do you watch you know it at all? I want a thing with pieces of jersey from Andre Dawson, Pistol Pete Maravich, uh, like pe- their game-worn jerseys. That's crazy, man. What were you saying? I'm sorry to interrupt. I got so when, when you quit, do you watch it and not yeah. bid? Yeah. Oof. It's risky. Sometimes yeah, I go that's, to it. Well, that's weird. Because like, I really do it on the toilet. And so sometimes I'll just go and watch and be like, that was cool. That's that was like going cool. to sit on a bar stool and not ordering a beer. It's like, yeah. that's, that's, that's not a good decision, man. But I can do it. And I haven't. I haven't bought anything. Good for you. But check out all my helmets. Signed helmets. What are you going to do with those? I don't know, dude. Man. I hey, mean, I just feel like you're going to end up with a CD lot Lamb signed helmet. stuff that you like, don't want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. You should trade out for the CD Lamb one hey, and dude, just give that one to me. It's like total dopamine hit when I'm playing this game. Yeah, they've got you hooked. No, I can stop. And I did stop for a week. No problem. A week. Yeah, but you know you're going back. I don't have you're, to go you're back. You're able to stop because you're but going back. I'm telling back. you, it's, I have to find my dopamine hit somewhere else. Like, I'll go and play Madden or something. You know, sometimes people that maybe have an alcohol yeah. problem, yeah. I, I they my can stop drinking for several days. Well, I can I cannot be addicted and just work all the time. I feel my addiction. Okay. Especially if it's a behavioral addiction. The video shot's funny. You got I all your like, stuff around. Wait, what, what do they say? Denial is like one of the. Major I'm not denying things. it. Okay. But you're denying it. It's you, not an addiction. You just said you get a dopamine hit. I, I know do, we all do. But I get a dopamine things, hit when I eat a bunch of pie too. I'm mm. addicted to pie. That's a good hit. That, oh I man, thought that's you said awesome. you're, you can't. You like a lot of sugar. Like I do, but I'm not addicted to pie. Mm. Okay. I am. But not pie. pie. Maybe just like good stuff. I love pie. Yeah, me too. I'm looking at this stack of helmets and I'm like, I know, there so might funny. be a problem. <laughs> Let's go. I got more coming. We can get it on eBay. The Kittle one, we can sell for 139 bucks. You know how much you paid for it? $40. Exactly. For we all make, three. Oh. 40 for all three. We make Lunch a profit. Lunchbox, do you hear a business? How much is the Debo Samuel one? Let me check. Uh, no, this is no business for him. Hey, 
Well, I just came up with the idea. <laughs> you just no, Google that's something. generally everybody's idea that buys this. They like rese- try to resell uh, them. Debo, right now, there's one up there for 99 There's one for 119 119 Let's 119 go. Okay. Um, okay, that's all. Thank you all for being here. I wish I really wish I could do another one right now, though. It gets me excited to do them. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I work in a small office with around 10 other people. We all have one boss, but she's only in the office a couple times each week. One of our coworkers has kind of declared herself in charge when our boss isn't around, but it's not official. The problem is she's a bully and morale in the office suffers because of her. I thought about saying something to our boss, but I don't want her to think that I'm complaining or even worse, make the bully's position official. Mm. <laughs> should I say something to our boss or should I try to stand up to my coworker when she's being mean? Signed, coworker keeping the peace. So what you have to evaluate first is by this person being the bully, parentheses the bully, is everything more efficient? If she wasn't tough, would productivity go down? Mm. Because her toughness may actually make everybody feel uncomfortable enough that the job is done better. Mm. I don't know that that's the case. It's a good point. But it could be that she also could have been quietly told by the boss, hey, I need you to be the team leader. And maybe she doesn't know how to be the team leader exactly, but she's doing what she's been told. So there's that as well. If the answer is everything just kind of goes to crap and is worse off, then I think you, could, you don't talk to the boss boss first. You can go to the bully and just punch her in the mouth. That's what oh, I was always oh, taught. Oh, yeah. wow. Ooh, wow. No, no, that's not it? <laughs> no, that's oh, not it. Oh, a playground? You're not seven? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, I do think that if you find that things are worse because of it, you talk to your other coworkers and you say, hey, are you guys struggling at all? Don't even name the bully. We'll call her the bully. Don't even name the bully. Say, is there anything here that you guys struggle with? So it doesn't seem like you're going trying to gather up a militia to take on the bully. But if they have similar problems, and they, then I think it's okay to then take it and address the big boss with it. Like, hey, a few of us are having issues. Maybe there's a chain of command that we're not even sure about. Yeah, I think that's good to address that because that was my first thought was that the boss quietly said could, and then if have. you go complain, the boss is like, are you judging my decision? And not only that, if the bully's the bully and works a lot better and it's just uncomfortable for you, sometimes it's uncomfortable. So I would just handle it very delicately without ever going and saying, that's the bully. She's making her life miserable. Talk to your other coworkers. Do not insinuate that that one person is the bully. Hey, are you struggling with anything here? If so, then I think you can, as a group, take it to the big boss and ask what the chain of command is, not point fingers. Pointing fingers in life is generally, even if they need to be pointed, and even if it's true, generally not the best way to make things change because people get defensive and people don't react mature out of defensive situations for the most part. So there are times where people should be called out and go for it, but if you really want the result to change more than you want that person to be called out, there's a bit of a more diplomatic way to do it. Because sometimes you just want to be like, I hate the person, I'll show them. But if it's really not about the person and it's really about the situation, there's always like a nicer way or like a safer way to do it to actually make change. It's like politics. Nobody's doing the safe way to make change. They're just yelling at each other so they get clicks. And so they get reelected. Yeah, I feel like thinking about how you really feel about the person reminds me of my daughter literally yesterday. Like she's so annoyed with her brother all the time. 
So she's coming up with reasons to come and tell me things that have nothing to do with her and that don't impact her or affect her in any way, shape, or form. But she comes to me and she goes, uh, doesn't Stevenson have cavities? And I'm like, yeah, he had some last time we went. She's like, well, <laughs> he is not brushing his teeth. And then she's like, and he's not flossing. And he went and did this with the lights. And I'm like, Sashira, none of this affects you at all. So now you're just telling on him for no reason because you're annoyed by him. Which then makes her seem like seem problematic. Yes, and I'm like, why are you yeah. stirring up trouble that has? Sure, just punch him. I mean, know. sorry, sorry, no. everybody. No, that's not. not right. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just, all right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On with us now is Amanda, Amy's cousin, who is a spiritual intuitive, a psychic medium, a wellness leader. Hey, Amanda, before we get into some of the the, the psychic parts of this and the even the extraterrestrials which i'm super excited about talking about yes what is soul pathology yeah it is basically tapping into the highest brightest version of you okay so i am fascinated with what i don't even know to be fascinated about because i don't know enough about it which is just the larger in every way and you know i always look back at uh, animals for example dogs cats birds they have different uh, cones in their eyes, different things in their ears. They can see and hear things in a spectrum that we can't. Or our television, the old school TV, you can flip a channel. Uh, all those shows aren't in that box, but you just get hit to a different spectrum. Boom, you're watching something else. So we could, there could be different spectrums here that we just cannot see and what could exist in those. And I am fascinated with just the, the word I would use for these guys is aliens. <laughs> and I know they laugh oh, because they think, yeah. a little green, they think a little green men, but to me, it's more than little green men, although that would be cool. So what can you tell me that you know about what we don't know? So I've had a handful of encounters. The first time was probably 2014, 2015, and it was in my backyard near Dripping Springs outside of Austin. And I thought I was looking up at a star and I was staring at it. And then it started to move very rapidly with laser lights and in a very geometric pattern. And I thought I was making it up. I went and got my husband. I brought him outside and he saw it as well. Okay, so that was the first time. And then I started stargazing. <laughs> and I would see them all the time. And, and, then, and then it got deeper than that. So I went to Costa Rica with my sister and we had some very close encounters. They, I, they didn't get off the ship and there were no green men, okay? But the... the UAPs, the unidentified, you know, aerial phenomena, they were coming in very close and she saw them and was able to say, oh my gosh, I see them too. You're not losing your mind. <laughs> and, and so she held space. And what was funny is we were with a group of people and there were two people who worked in the Pentagon with us, just people on this retreat. And we got into some deep, deep discussions we got a tele, like a telescope out the next night, and next thing you know, the whole retreat is experiencing contact. Do you mind if I ask you some other questions and see if anything comes comes to mind? Um, not, yeah, sure. Not alien. I don't even like saying aliens, <laughs> but for the sake of everybody listening, not related to that. For example, will Lunchbox get a new car this year? <laughs> 
And again, this is you may not even be in the space to do this. And by the way, Amy's cousin's on with us now, who is a spiritual, intuitive, psychic medium, wellness leader. Um, she hosts the podcast called Soul Sessions with Amanda Riger Green. Did you say friends with aliens? Because she has she has relationship with them. Um, will, will Lunchbox get a new car this year? No. Now, Lunchbox, if you go out and buy a car next week just to prove me wrong, you know. But I don't think so. Okay. I think it's next year. Um, how about Scuba Steve? He's been really flirting with this script that he's claimed he's written only in his head. And he's like, I have this great idea, but he never even sits down to write it. Will he ever do this? Does he even have one in his head? Uh, or is this just something that he can have to to tell us so we're like, wow, he really is thinking of something bigger? First of all, yes, it's in his head. But also right now, he's just kind of exhausted. So he doesn't have the heart space and the creative space. Plus, there's a little bit of fear, Scuba, that, oh, my gosh, this isn't really going to mean anything or it's not going to matter. So it's taking some time out to really get true to that dream, that calling. Scooby, I, don't even, I don't even know, Amanda. She nailed it completely. I am exhausted. Is there anything that you can t- – I'm just going to ask a very broad, open question about myself. Is there anything that you're feeling about me that I should or could know in the next, I don't know, 12 months or so? One of the first things that they show me is you're in this space – this year that feels more comfortable than you've been in the last two years and a little bit safer. So you're actually going to express yourself in a more true version that isn't as driven and focused on what you're creating. It's just focusing on really who you are and not caring, not being so intense. Anything career-wise that you can tell me? I feel like you're coasting a little bit and it's like the it's like you're surfing. It's the you stay there. It's like what not what's next or what do I need to do? Let me just be and flourish where I am and the opportunities will come for you versus you pushing to create. And like be there. Be there. Do you feel like anybody on our show gets engaged this year? Nope. Okay. Um is there anyone in my life that I should be careful of, like weary of that's close to me in my life right now? No, you're you're in a healthy place. Like, don't even call that in, Bobby. Let's go. I'm You've not, had that in the past. Don't even know the number. Don't call that anymore. in. All right. Look, so our podcast is Soul Sessions. Thank you, and we uh, will look forward to talking to you again sometime soon. May the may peace be with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nanu, May the force be with you, Nanu, Nanu. All right, Amanda, thank you. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks. Love you. Bobby Okay, that's Amy's cousin. We did a whole like 45 minutes with her. It's a whole special we're putting up on the podcast today. So you heard that a little bit there. But if you're entertained by that, I'm not even saying you have to believe it, but if you're entertained by that, go to the Bobby Bone Show podcast. Go search for the Bobby Bone Show wherever. When our show's over today, we did a whole special with her asking a lot of questions about us and aliens and all kind of stuff. So be sure to check that out. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. In Conover, North Carolina, the quick action of a six-year-old named Quinn saved her mom's life. Quinn was looking on, and her mom was making dinner, and then the mom started to have a seizure, just uncontrollably. And so the kid's like, that ain't right. Didn't know exactly what it was because the kid's six. And so she went to her three-year-old brother, and it was like, go 
the neighbors are really close. Run over there real quick and get the neighbors. Just stay with her mom. And then the neighbors called 911 and they got there in time. And so because they were there so quickly, they saved the mom's life, basically. Wow. So Jennifer, the mom's on the mend and they gave Quinn a certificate. But if you're six, you want candy. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, certificate's cream. all good. But save that till she's like 15. <laughs> she needs some gummy worms or something. Let's be honest. But pretty good. The fact that, And also that three-year-old ran over to the neighbor's house. Amazing. A three-year-old? I've mm-hmm. always wanted to test my children to see what they would do in that scenario, but I don't want to give them like trauma. Like a, you can oh, treat like it like a dream. Fine line. Hey, fine line. <laughs> right? Like, I want to see how they'd react. I want to fake dead and then be like, if they laugh at me, what do they do? Or do they go get help? Well, then when you really do do dead, yeah, they, they're, they're like, dad's like, getting us again. <laughs> all right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer, and I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food, so the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time, and I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Let's play the Bobby Feud. Funniest television characters. Okay. Think about it. We're going to roll the dice here to see who goes first. The players are Amy and Lunchbox and Eddie. Mike D will roll the magical dice. And the person who will be going first is Lunchbox will go first. Ten answers on the board. We asked 2,000 Bobby Boncho listeners on social media, who is the funniest TV character of all time? Are we starting right now? Right now. Michael Scott. 
Show me Michael Scott. Number one answer. Really good. Oh, dang. Somebody's going to be number 10. Uh, let's go with Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson! Good job, number seven. Wow. wow. Yeah. I have thought of that. Okay. Seven points for Lunchbox. Now we're in trouble. Give me... And I knew that. Give me Urkel. Thanks. People love that Steve guy. Steve Urkel. Uh, oh. I had that. All right. All right, Eddie, over to you. We're oh. talking about the funniest TV characters of all time. Mm. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Joey from Friends. Joey Tribbiani. Yes! Number four. I didn't know okay. his name. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let's go with Phoebe from Friends. Phoebe Buffet. Uh, oh, he went back to the well. Yeah. Amy. Chandler Bing. Chandler from Friends. Dang. That's the one I had. He's on there. Two. Stupid, but I thought his name was that guy. The one <laughs> that's Yeah. Dang it. Well, they both would have been on there, so. Yeah, I would have got it, though. But... All right. Amy, over to you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, why can't I think of any funny people? You know that's there's a problem. lot. I know. Rachel Green. Rachel from Friends. <laughs> All the friends. Wait, why are the guys on there and the girls aren't? Uh, Lunchbox points are now doubled. Yeah. 2,000 Bobby Bone Show listeners. Who is the funniest TV character of all time? Jerry from Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Show me Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal with him calling him Jerry from Seinfeld? Why not just call him Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Eddie? He's funny, but Kramer was the funny guy on that show, so give me Kramer. Kramer! Yeah! Number five answer worth 10 points. That's points amazing. are doubled in the second round. I was going round. after... Okay, stop. Uh, Bones, give me SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob. Miami, points are doubled. Let me read you some of these that are on the list. These are the top 10 funniest TV characters of all time. Number one, Michael Scott. Number two, Chandler Bing from Friends. Number three, Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Kramer from Seinfeld. Homer Simpson from The Simpsons. There are still five left. Ray Romano. Show me oh. everybody loves Raymond. Ray Romano. What? Oh. That's so good. hilarious. I don't think these are the only 10 people that are funny. I think these are the top 10 old. So, I mean, there can be other people that are hilarious, too. You know? Yeah, like, okay. Like Ray Romano. Who? Ray Romano. Oh, okay. He's hilarious. He is hilarious. Lunchbox points are tripled. You have eight points total. You need one to stay in the game. No problem. Good. Dwight Schrute. Show me Dwight Schrute. Oh, Number three answer. Dwight. That's good, though. That's worth nine points. Lunchbox takes the lead. Four answers left on the board. Jim from The Office. Yeah. No. He's going back. Yeah, Jim's not funny. He's not no, funny. he's funny. He puts his stuff in the jello. <laughs> He's a straight man. Uh, Michael Scott at one, Chandler Bing at two, Dwight Schrute at three, oh, Joey yeah. Tribbiani at four, Kramer at five. You do not have six. Seven is Homer Simpson. Eddie, you need one of these. I know. I know, and I'm thinking funny shows of all time, and what comes to my mind is Cheers. Oh. So give me Norm from Cheers. Norm! Amy, it's over to you. Now, you can win because any of these you okay. get would be a winner. Um, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Interesting. Well, Young Sheldon is hilarious. I is never it? watched Young Sheldon. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Last season. 
So we'll check back and see if Sheldon's on. The number 10 answer was Lucy from I Love Lucy. Wow, that's old. Yeah. The number nine answer was Al Bundy, Married with Children. Ooh, good one. The number eight answer was Barney Stinson, How I Met Your Mother. And if this next one is Sheldon, Amy is the winner. I got a question. Can you tell me which one he is? The main character, right? Sheldon. Yeah. He's not not the one from Roseanne. Not the one from Roseanne. Thank you. Ooh, Roseanne. Is she on there? Oh, they Show me from Big Bang Theory for the win, Sheldon Cooper. Number six answer. Yes. on earth. Okay. Let's go. Play that song. Okay. So. Kramer cost me. We have five doors, Amy. Did you see the door? No. Okay. If you pick the right door, you win cash. Now, when you pick a door, you'll hear this sound. It shuts me opening the door. And I look in there, and if it's not, if there's money back there, if there's money back there, you'll hear this one. Okay. So, which door would you not like? One through five. Five. Okay. Show her number... F- Show her number five. I was on with the money. You had no money, but you didn't win the game. Yeah. Nice job. I know. How, much, how much money was in the in the door? A thousand dollars. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh man. Bummer. Oh, wow. what a bad day. Whatever. What was it really? Twenty. A thousand. A thousand. Five. I, he wasn't. He wouldn't lie about that. I'm not lying about that. Oh. And for sure, you can prove that I'm telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> not sure. Is this going to be uncomfortable for me? Because I heard it was pretty cringeworthy. But I need you to tell everybody else here on the show what you did before I play the clips. So, my wife came to me and was like, hey, we should go to Chattanooga this weekend. Just for fun. Just for fun. Okay. And I was like, wow, we've never been to Chattanooga. And then the light bulb went off in my head. Do you know who's from Chattanooga? Ah, yes. Kane Brown. uh, Terrell Owens? No. No. Johnny Bananas? Are we wrong? No. Uh, Macy Bookout from 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom. She is from Chattanooga. And so, I immediately was like... Oh my gosh, we gotta go to Chattanooga. Why have we not been to Chattanooga before? Let's go find Macy. Was that your uh, pure intention to go find a 16 and pregnant girl? Did you uh, tell your wife that or did you just go, yeah, that'll be fun? And then you get there and look for her? I kind of told her and she's like, we're not doing that. I was like, we could look for her house. She's like, no, we're not gonna do that. Oh, and so, her house. But how does well, she like, now? Oh, she's, she's like 30. She's older, 32. but I'm saying you still go look for somebody. No, no, no. House. I, I'm saying like the show that, that like she's moved houses since she was on the show, but I would want to see like. Where oh, she this... got pregnant at 16. Oh, that's, oh, you know, oh, that's so weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> okay, so you go. So I go to Chattanooga and everywhere I went, guys, I was on the lookout and I asked people, hey, Macy around here? Does Macy book out live around here? Doesn't ring a bell to me. You're tricking me, right? She's from 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom on MTV. I'm afraid not my kind of television. Yeah. Oh, she's from Chattanooga, and so I thought everybody knew who she was. No, I never heard of her. I haven't had cable in like a decade. Oh, man, so you don't know if she lives around here? Nope. I was hoping to run into her. I, like, like, Link, if she li- are you not allowed to say? Does she live that way or that way? 
Yeah. You really don't know her? No. Did you say Link? He's like, like, hey, Link. Oh, I think he meant Wink, Wink, but hey, Link at me if she... <laughs> yeah, I, I was just trying to get them to give me something, and they were not... So she's not even known by those folks. Those folks had no idea who she was, and I was like, that is crazy. You must be living under a rock. You're joking me. That was apparently at a train <laughs> station. <laughs> yeah, we, we rode a train. Oh, the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Pardon yeah. me, boy. Is this is the Chattanooga Choo Choo. That's cool, man. Oh, my gosh. You guys are so weird. Why? Because we were talking to my parents on FaceTime when we got back, and we talked about how we rode on a train, and they did the exact <laughs> same thing. And Pardon I had never boy. heard of it. Pardon me, boy. That is so weird because then they pulled up the video on YouTube, and it's like from the 1940s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah man. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay. Hey, was the train cool? Is it, did you ride the Chattanooga Choo Choo? I don't know what train we rode. Okay. You had to have. So then he went to what he put down as a local attraction. He's not saying what the local attraction is. Okay. Here we go. What do you, what do you know about Macy Bookout? Does she ever come here? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty new. Oh. But do you know who that is? No. She's like the most famous girl from uh, Chattanooga. She was on 16 and Pregnant and then Teen Mom. And I came to Chattanooga thinking, oh, I'm going to see Macy everywhere. And I haven't seen her. Wait, She was on the TV show on MTV. No, I know, I know what you're talking about. I, we already went there. The people upstairs, her son is dating someone whose daughter's mom was on 16 and Pregnant. Oh, my God. So now I'm thinking, is that the same person? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, man. I just thought maybe she comes here all the time. Because I was like, Chattanooga, she has to be here. Right? right, right. No, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, all right. I'll keep my eyes peeled, though. Okay. Wait. If you guys can step to the side a little bit, because there's going to be... So, listen. Listen. I got some hot goss. I know, Is but that... all the... Uh, makes you sound creepy. Really? Yeah, like twice. You're like... Uh. No, that's just disappointment. Like, I know. I'm it's sad. Very, like, it's very like, dude. I don't know. Go ahead. What's the hot goss? And the hot goss is that uh, allegedly Macy's son is dating one of the kids that was also featured on the show. You know, like... One of the other moms had a... How hot's that guy? That's pretty interesting. So two of the babies from the show are now grown, or teenagers and dating. Well, yeah. Is it Chattanooga? No, they must be long distance. Mm, must be. Um, Sissy's softball coach or wrestling coach? What? <laughs> Macy Shane Bookout on her Instagram says she's a softball coach and a wrestling coach. Oh, maybe she coaches her kids? I don't know. Uh, I can just go to the school. Yeah. Hey. No, no, no. That would be weird. A wrestling but- meet. Oh, that would be weird. Really? You're asking people on a train where she lives. That's not weird? Well, if she lived around there, they would know. And, oh, yeah, she lives up in that neighborhood. Or, you know, they wouldn't know exactly what house, probably. But. Uh, and what if you would have found her house? Man, how. Uh, would you have driven by it? For sure. Yeah. Had to get a picture. Like, what if I would have seen the house that, like. Would you knock on the door? Let's say, because I know she doesn't live in the original house. So let's say I find the original house, like, that where she was featured on the show. Would it be okay to take a picture in front of that? It's like it's sort of like the uh, if, you're Walter, if you're in the street, you just can't get on the private property. It's sort of like the Walter White House when people when they threw the pizza on the roof. Yeah. People, except that show was massive. Uh, stop, stop, <laughs> don't don't act like don't but don't Breaking, make me pull the numbers. Breaking Bad was massive. Was Breaking sixteen and pregnant is massive. It's not time. culturally the same as Breaking Bad in any nah, way whatsoever. Yeah, man, I don't think so. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they didn't you even guys, know you guys are barking up the wrong tree. That's you, not where that expression is used. <laughs> If you guys don't think 16 and Pregnant slash Teen Mom are on the same level as Breaking Bad. As Breaking Bad. Okay, pull the numbers. You're out of your mind. Let's crunch the numbers. You're out of your mind. Okay, thank you. What? I didn't find Macy. Sorry. Dude, it was a rough weekend. Why don't you message her say, I was looking for your house this weekend. No, no, I wouldn't really. I mean, looking for a house is probably the wrong terminology. But you used it. what you were doing. Yeah, but I was just like, if she lived around there, I knew, then I'd definitely see her. Okay. Like, 
But no, I mean, everywhere I went, they couldn't tell me where she was I at. I can't believe you rode the Chattanooga choo Want to get that Chattanooga, man. <laughs> Morgan Wallen? Yeah, Chattanooga break. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a lot of people are returning those Apple Vision Pro headsets. The fancy ones that are like $3,500 yeah, they put out. give it to me. Okay, well, they're returning them at a high rate because... What does that mean, high rate? Did you just read that? Or... Because I really want one. That's the headline. <laughs> and I, I hear they're heavy, but they're awesome. Like, that's all that I hear about them from people I know that have it. That it's unlike anything you've ever seen, but it's big. Like, the first VCR was, like, three feet tall. Well, right. comfort is among the top reasons. Yeah, well, you know it. what? Technology and being able to do things other people can't do, that's not comfortable. <laughs> Shouldn't be comfortable. Oh, I would love, I would give a pinky toe for one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you can't even get one right now. Well, the people are returning them, so maybe you can. Well, I don't want somebody's used one. (laughs) Uh, Headaches, motion sickness, other complaints are that it's not useful enough for the price. That's the problem of the first version of anything. It doesn't matter technologically what it is. The first version, you got to realize there'll be bugs, and it will be quite large and a bit cumbersome for sure. Oh, man, I'd love one of those. I just know, though, if I get anything like that, I have to order the, the eye the eye prescriptions because you can't wear your glasses in it. You have to get... Oh, pres- they can customize oh, yeah, it yeah. to your... Yeah, they do and it's supposed to be very easy. It just takes a couple weeks for them to send you the... Pres- you put your prescription, you upload it. Oh, I got to get... You know I'm going to... You know I'm going to get one of these. <laughs> yeah, I'm for sure. I don't even know when, but I'm going to get one of these. I'm My birthday's spent- coming up. My birthday... I was trying to... The wheels were turning. Yeah, so somebody has to get that for you. Yeah, that's. I mean, it is coming up. Don't you think they'll come up with a, a newer one soon? By so you then, just no. Wait? By then, no. Because... If they set the precedent of we're going to put this out and then four months later put out a new one, then why would you ever get anything? Right. So, but how much like time I'm asking? A year and a half? Okay. Yeah. Well, because I'm like, by the time we get to April, like, what if you just wait till December? I want to be disappeared from the earth and put that thing on. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. Dictionary.com added 327 new terms. So, I'm going to go over them. All of them. <laughs> what? All right. Number one. <laughs> just kidding. Only some of them. Uh, I'm going to test you, Bobby, see if you're in the know. Uh, bed rotting. Uh, bed rotting. I don't know. I, I don't use this, but I would assume it's just staying in bed a long, long, long time. Yeah. Gen Z says it's the practice of spending many hours in bed during the day, often with snacks or an electronic device. Mm, I enjoy the occasional bed rot. It's a voluntary retreat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the ick. Oh, man. Girls ick all the time. If, if I were young now, I'd be icked all the time by girls. I'd be like, you do this. <laughs> what? The ick. what does that mean? <laughs> it's just something that turns you off real bad. A oh. disgust or a dislike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about, you guys may not, we're talking about, but sometimes Morgan and I or Amy, we'll talk about somebody getting an ick, ick. and you guys just may not understand the language. Yeah, no. Y'all it's just like, like passed over it, like, I don't we're like, know. Cool, well, it's cool. like when I'm in the cab with Eddie and he's talking Spanish sometimes to the cab driver. I don't even know what's going on, so I just check out. Yeah. I don't know the language. <laughs> That's what we do over yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, mid? Yeah, yeah dude, that means it's just mediocre. It's like. It's exactly. Yeah, mid. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Bussin'. Uh, I don't know. Great, wonderful, amazing. What's that from, though? Usually the root I can figure out. Bussin? Mm, good question. Bussin. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> know. I, don't know the, I don't have the Latin. <laughs> it's not Latin. Usually it's like root. a part of an American <laughs> word. Origin. I'm, I'm joking. Right. <laughs> okay, Barbie core. Mm-mm. Pink outfits. Like anything like a decked out. Cheat code. That's easy. What? An easy way to do something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was waiting for you to say it. I no, I, I did say it. I had yeah. to. <laughs> it's a life hack or something like that. And then range anxiety. Range Anxiety. Um, it wouldn't be the driving you, you, range. It wouldn't be the gun range. Range. Oh, 100%. Anxiety. Um, 
I don't know. I was getting, yeah, no. The fear that the battery on anything of your electronics oh, are going to run out wow. of power. Oh, yeah, I live range anxiety. Before, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have it right now. I'm at 83%. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. A source is saying that Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus could come together on Beyonce's next album. And the rumor is they would be singing Jolene together, which, by the way, Beyonce's Texas Hold'em ha- has four versions and they're all at the t- top of iTunes. There's the explicit iTunes version. doesn't count, though. Not about Beyonce because it does great. iTunes, somebody can put out a song we never heard of and 72 of their friends download it. And yeah. for like two hours, it's number one. Or if somebody puts out a new podcast, it goes to number one, two, three, four quickly because it. So, yes, the songs are good. I'm just saying when people go, iTunes, you know what? We could all download the song on this show and make it number one. Any song. Right. Well, it's just more so that all four were in a row in the top five because there's the explicit version, the acapella, the original, and then there's an instrumental. I'm not buying all four of those. Also, (laughs) I don't really buy music anymore. It's all, I stream it. Yeah. Most Americans do now at this point. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. This guy Rick bought a toolbox from a farm auction back in 2017. And then a few years went by and he started going through it and he found some love letters. (laughs) One letter in particular that was so special that it moved him to where he's like, I have to find these people. I have to track them down. It was written like 70 years ago by Corporal Irvin G. Fleming, who's in the army, who's sent away, and is addressed to Mary Lee Cribs. That's how they had to talk to each other. Yeah, They had to send letters and hope to God they got there. Oh yeah, and in the note he says, hey, I haven't heard from you in five months and my time is passing by very slowly here. (laughs) When I do return home, it'll be the happiest day of my life. And he's like, he'd already asked her to marry him before. And apparently she said yes. So upon return, he was hoping that they would still be able to get married. But they'd gotten in a little fight, which I think that's why Mary hadn't written him for five months. Mary, you need to chill out. Dude's over there serving. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, this is a very, very, very long time ago. Anyway, Rick is hoping to track down these people. He's looked everywhere and, and he can't. But he's like, maybe their kids or grandchildren. Like he said, this is something so special that I yeah. want family to have it. That's cool. It'd be cool to find like your great grandparents, your grandparents. But but why is it in the toolbox? Well, probably saved them there. Okay. Like, I, put them somewhere. I feel like you're hiding them in the toolbox. Yep. No. You don't want someone to see oh, it. No, I feel like you put them in there to save them. Okay. Yeah. The toolbox is not a hide place. No. Me. No. Because like, uh, your wife's there. not going to go to the toolbox. Yeah, she's not going to go sure. get the hammer out. You're going to leave that in the garage get, or the shed. Unless you're it's your new wife. Right. <laughs> and this is what we've lost now. Like, we don't, people, no, I'm glad. years from now, they're not going to find our notes somewhere because nobody writes anything. Yeah, don't find my notes on my phone. Pick up milk. (laughs) Write three pages. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't want to delete some of my emails. Yeah, you keep doing that. Just in case. That's why. And then it's going to be hoarding. And I do that crap too. And then I got to finally just go control A. Just let it go. Just let it go, man. Delete. But then then two days later, you're like, oh, I need that email. I I don't. I never have. No, I'm talking about special emails. No, we understand, Amy. Like one from your mom. I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah, but but that's fine. You should just take those out and put them on a hard drive. Right, Mm -hmm. but from when Ben and I first got married, I still have them all. Right, but you should keep that and put them on a hard drive, and then delete all your emails. And then maybe one day my kids can go through the hard drive. Okay, hold on. The ones that you when when the marriage failed, so you got to get rid of that stuff. Well, no, what's what's a failure though? I mean, they're not together now, but I don't know. There was a complete failure. She has two kids. She loves. Yeah, that she ended up being here. So yes, we've had a lot of growth and. I just think that the emails 
could be fun to revisit, especially for like grandkids or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, if they find the hard drive one day in the toolbox, <laughs> in the toolbox, I like it. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.